Hey everyone, welcome to the season finale of the Useless Doctors Book Club Season 1. I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And I'm Sarah. And for the season finale, we're doing something a little different. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about three different books and each of us recommended to one other person a book that we read and liked and thought the other person might like. So we'll basically start out by giving all three descriptions of the three books. And if any stick out and you want to read them, you can go ahead and read it before we get into all the spoilers and reviews for each of the books. So Sarah, do you want to start off with the book you recommended? Yeah, so I recommended Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami for Harshini to read, although Pooja has already read this book. Um, and in this book, there is a man named uh, <laughs> Toru Watanabe. Watanabe? <laughs> yeah I don't know okay yeah and Toru um the book talks about his life when he's in university and um one day he meets this girl uh Naoku who is who who was the girlfriend of his best friend but unfortunately his best friend killed himself in high school um and uh, the book talks about like their relationship and he also meets a few other people along the book and his, his relationships with them. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say there's much of a plot to this book. So that's, that's about all I can summarize. Uh, I chose this book for Hashini mainly because <laughs> I've not read many books outside of this podcast, so I did I it was very limited option of books I could recommend. And I know this this book is one of Pooja's favorites, probably because it's incredibly sad and she loves incredibly sad books, but you know <laughs> whatever you like, Pooja. <laughs> um I I mean I don't know. I think this book it is sad, but I feel like there's a lot of depth to it. Um, I won't get into my review too much, but yeah, I mainly recommended it because I haven't read in many others, but it's also just a good book with a lot of emotion and stuff. And Pooja, do you want to talk about the book you recommended? Yeah, um, in contrast to your opinion, Sarah, I recommended you a rom-com, which was supposed to be happy, so don't even. I read happy books also. Okay, I have read- You're right, but the ones you like are the sad okay. ones. Granted, a lot of the ones, but you know what? I'm starting to change. I've, I've read a lot more happier books, and they have given me joy, and those are also some of my favorites. Next time. Um, well, well, maybe I'll recommend you a different one. But for this time, I recommended you this rom-com called The Love Hypothesis. And I read this book quite recently, actually, maybe a couple of months ago. Um, and it was like this ro romance between this PhD student or PhD candidate and uh, this young professor. They're not like she's not his advisee or anything like that. There's no, they have no like professional relationship. They just both are within the same university and I think same department. Um, but yeah, they kind of like, the basic premise is that this student, I think her name is Olive, um, she kind of, you know, one of her friends is hesitant dating someone, um, hesitant to date someone that Olive like briefly dated um, a while ago. And like to kind of convince her friend that no, 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 it's totally fine for you to go and date this guy. I am in a relationship with someone else. She kind of sets up this like fake dating situation with this, uh, you know, professor, this young professor in her department. Um, and this professor has this reputation for being like super cold and mean. And like, you know, generally people are kind of scared of him. Um, and somehow she ends up setting up this like fake dating thing with him. 
Uh, and then to no one's surprise, this is not a spoiler. I'm assuming you understood it as soon as I said rom-com. <laughs> they end up liking each other for real. Um, and yeah, and the entire book is kind of just like their relationship and that sort of thing. Uh, I recommended this to Sarah because Sarah likes happy books. And I was like, you know what? This is like generally it's just like a fun you know, rom-com, it's super predictable, super cliche, but it's like fun. Um, and it's like generally funny and that sort of thing. And also because both of us are PhD students too. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe there's some level of relatability in this book, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna say much more about it, but let's move on to Harshini. You recommended a book too. What did you recommend? <laughs> so to Pooja, I recommended the book Allie and B by Katherine Ryan Hyde. I mainly recommended this book because Pooja's requirements were that she wanted a shorter, easy to read book. And I thought this book was very easy to read because the chapters are so freaking short and it's just so easy to get through. And it's such a random book that I just got off of like, I don't know, something for free on Amazon or something like that. And it was actually very heartwarming and just like a nice story, even though the characters, basically Allie and B, are both in not so great situations. B is an elderly woman who gets scammed by some like pretty obvious like internet or whatever phone scam and loses all her money. And she's basically um, homeless and she's lost her husband and so she is takes her van and starts driving and starts trying to figure out her situation um, now that she doesn't have a home and the, yeah Allie is a teenage girl who her parents get arrested for tax fraud so she because you know when parents get arrested or something happens with your parents, Child Protective Services comes in and basically has to take her to this like group home and a lot of crap happens to her. And so they basically cross paths and develop this interesting relationship where they're just both in these weird, bad situations, but um, they become friends. And I, I was reminded of this book from our last book, I thought you said this would work because there's also a road trip and stuff. And I found this book to be much better than that book. So that's why I recommended it. But now that we've all shared the descriptions of the book, like I said, if you want to read any of them, go for it because now we're going to get into a bunch of spoilers and we're gonna go in that same order. So we're gonna start with Norwegian Wood, which is the book that I read. And <laughs> y'all, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like maybe I just, I either, it's just this, this entire like book style is not for me, which I think is absolutely true. Like Sarah had mentioned before, it doesn't really have a plot and that is always a struggle for me. I really enjoy a good, interesting plot um, in books, but I also just found so many things like hard <laughs> for me to get over with this book. And yeah, I, I know a lot of people like this book, so I was like, maybe I'm like really missing something, or maybe I'm also just a heartless person, because in the beginning of the book, we start out basically by learning that, you know, Toru and Naoko share this like bond with this, um like basically Toru's friend and Naoko's um, former boyfriend who committed suicide and it happens so early in the book and it's very sad and definitely sets the tone for the rest of the book and you know those two characters are really grappling with um their like loved one's death for this entire time but like I don't know I again I don't know maybe I'm just a heartless person but I did not feel any emotion when we found out that he died because I think at that point in the story, we didn't really know the characters very well. And so I, I didn't feel as much of a connection to any of them. But 
throughout the entire book we just learn a lot we just follow Toru and like his life and it's the kind of thing where I don't know I was just like where is this going I I don't know what is happening and he and Naoko end up having this like pretty close romantic like pretty close relationship that's like definitely romantic but like a lot of stuff is getting in the way of them being together specifically like Naoko is definitely because of you know her former boyfriend's death like she's really going through a lot of stuff mentally and has to actually be um has to go to this hospital um I think I think it is technically a hospital where she's basically trying to deal with all these um mental issues that she's um going through and all this is happening while Toru's still at university um and he meets all these other girls and there's so much sex and I'm like I don't know I just I think it brought me back to when we read Haruki Murakami's book um oh my god what's the book called <laughs> um on the shore on the shore there we go Pop on the shore and we were talking about how you know Pooja brought up that um one like critique of Haruki Murakami's books is that women are really sexualized and I found that you know, that wasn't like a huge deal for me in that book, but this book, I found that to be the case and it to be so annoying because so many things happen, but let me give someone else a chance to talk before I just say all of my thoughts, because I do have more, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think one of my biggest qualms with Haruki Murakami is like, it's so sexualized. Like, I think he could still make like, this impactful book that like has a lot of emotion without having like all the sex in it like I didn't think that it added that much to the book like it wasn't it wasn't necessary like I mean if it's if it helps the book then I don't mind it but I don't think it did um and I as as for the emotion part (laughs) I, I I don't remember because I read this book so long ago, but I I I guess I think I, maybe I did feel emotions about like his friendships. Yeah, I wish I reread this book. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, I I think like I will say I definitely once the like once I got more into the book, which it took me a really long time to get into this, like I, I don't think I really ever got into this book, but it took me a long time to like like I had to sit down and read it for this podcast. So I had to like finish like the second half of the book in like a couple of sittings, whereas the first half I think I like didn't sit and read for a long time. So it like, you know, it took me a while to get into like the characters and being like okay like I care about what's happening to them and I definitely felt like by the end one big spoiler is that Naoko ends up dying and that was definitely really sad like you know obviously um through the book like you see how no matter like what other like characters are in Toru's life like he really does love Naoko and you can see like that they have this bond and everything I I do think a lot of like again it's like that the like sexual stuff just ruins it a little bit like I wish it could just be more emotional for like more more of the times that they're together because it is and then it it just ruins it you know but um anyway like I did feel like sad when she died but I think yeah that like it took a while for me to feel like that and then other things happened and I was like (laughs) I was like really like okay I'm I I didn't even say my rating I rated this book two stars I'm sorry Sarah (laughs) you know what I'm not offended it was like a last resort like I didn't have any other books yeah I just I don't know and I was like damn like I I see all these other people who rated it so high like I don't know what they're seeing that I'm not seeing but I feel like even despite all the 
emotional stuff and like I, I do think it was interesting to explore those characters so one other character that we meet with like basically when Naoko's in that hospital um she becomes really close to this woman named Reiko and Reiko's like an older woman who um has a husband and a kid but she's also like you know, has gone through a lot of mental health issues throughout her life. So she is also there and Naoko and her are super close, but um, she ends up becoming friends with um, Toru as well. And basically Toru comes and visits them for a period of time, like, I don't know, a few days or a week or something. And then um, you see how like he becomes closer with Reiko and learns her story, which she has this really weird story. But anyway, I was like, okay, Reiko is cool. Like she's this cool other character that is a woman and you're seeing her relationship with Toru and it's just like a friendship. And then at the end of the book, they have sex. And I, I was literally like, why? <laughs> like, I, I just don't understand why. And then the book ends and I'm like, I almost was going to give it three stars. Like I was going to give it three stars. And then this happened and I don't know why. And there was nothing that made me feel like, like, there was a reason for it, which especially I think bothered me. And then I had to give it two stars, but do you guys know why that happened? Like, I seriously don't know. I feel like this author just needs that. If there's a guy and a girl, they just gotta have sex. Like no matter what, even if it makes no sense. Like, I mean, I maybe they felt like some sort of connection because they both knew Naoku and she died but like I I mean I could kind of see it but I I agree it just makes this book like way too much about sex uh, way more than it needs to be and you know I'm not really that offended by your rating because I do remember when I was reading this book I was like why the fuck is there no plot to this book like I know there are books like this where you just like learn about like someone's life and it's just them going about their life and there's no real plot to it but I don't know I think I feel like there's a special art to it to keep the the reader entertained if there's no huge conflict and I wouldn't say he missed the mark but maybe he missed the mark with me <laughs> when when he decided to do that style of writing <laughs> Yeah. Pooja, do, do you have any anything to add here? Because <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my favorite books. Okay, so so this is again, this is like coming down to preferences and books, right? So like I also tend to like books that are like more about a mood or like more about like I will read a book just about that one person and their life that like has no plot, but it's like it's just like, you know, someone functioning with it. Um, and just, I think this book is like, the reason why I think I liked it is because first of all, it's like a certain type of mood. Um, and it's like, it's this feeling of like nostalgia, right? Like the guy, like I think at the beginning, he's like much older and he's like thinking back to a time when he was younger or something like that. I think that's how kind of like it sets up. Um, and like, yeah, and then he, and then there's a lot of discussions about grief and how to deal with grief and like how this, not how to deal with grief. It's like how this particular, these particular individuals deal with grief of like losing a close friend and, you know, like just like going through that. And I think like at the time that I read it, I was also thinking very similarly about like some experience that happened to me before. And I was like thinking about like this kind of stuff anyway. Um, and so, yeah, like, it's just like, it's a, it's like a specific mood, not much happens. And if you are, you know, someone who really likes to enjoy plot heavy books, this is definitely not, this is why I was telling, I was like, I'm sure Harshini won't like this. Like you are, you read a lot of like thrillers, like action type of, not action, but like a lot of like, you know, if a murder isn't happening in the first five minutes, you know, I'm out of here type of vibe. Um, and this is just not that type of book. It's like a very, I think you have to read it and like a, 
a specific moment or like it's one of those type of books at least for me that was how it was like if I had read that book in a different time I don't think I would feel as strongly about it as I do now and I think um the other thing is that this is very much different than other Haruki Murakami's and the fact that this is like his most normal one like there's not any magical realism nothing along those lines in this one whereas like his other ones are very he's like well known for a specific genre and even this is like departed from that genre um but yeah I also agree with you guys though with like the whole thing about sex like that I like it as in Kafka and the Shore right like every single female character is like viewed very clearly from the male gaze um and it's like over sexualized and I think even in this case like every single female character was extremely over sexualized but um and Toru is not necessarily like a nice guy either like you don't really like him that much but like you can just see that he's a dude who's struggling with stuff and he's just trying to get through and like being so young having a very close friend of yours die like it's like a very it, it, you can see that he's very like he's struggling and he doesn't know what to do and like it's like him just dealing with his grief at, at this point in his life but yeah I don't know it's like a mood uh, basically the entire book the reason why I think I was drawn to it at that particular moment was like it's a mood but yeah I don't know I think your criticisms are valid though like I, I can see I can see how it how it can be like that yeah yeah yeah, and it's definitely like obviously this kind of book is not my preference, but like I would like if it's done a little bit differently, which I yeah, again I feel like it's like the good parts were good, but like yeah I I think just like the other scenes that weren't necessary just like really detracted from it for me because like I said I like wanted to I started getting into it I was like okay like. I'm like I started getting really interested when like Reiko was telling the story of like oh this thing happened to me and like she actually it's like kind of frustrating <laughs> because she was like oh like she sets up the whole story and then she's like let me continue it later and it, I felt like that was happening to me like if a friend was like oh like here's a story or like someone not even a friend like someone you like kind of met pretty recently or whatever but they're like this big thing happened to me and like this really affected me and then you just stop the story in the middle and then I was like oh my god I need to like keep reading through like all this middle stuff and then they talk again and they go on some other walk or something like that and you hear the rest of the story and it was just like a very strange story I mean I don't know I didn't I don't I didn't know what to think of it but it was basically like there was this girl that you know she, she was like her piano teacher and um she it, like knew she started off being like okay there was like something like off with this girl and you're just trying to figure out like what what happened with this girl because in the beginning she seems like pretty nice like she's just like normal student but then this one time she's just really upset about something and then like it basically turns into them having sex or like almost having sex I think like but like sexual stuff happening again and I'm just like I don't know like why like I don't it was just so weird and like I don't know in that situation like it was like this because what ended up happening was like the student initiated this but then um Reiko was like no this needs to stop and basically stopped it from going further but then um the student was kind of like ends up telling every like her family and everything and like literally like hurts herself to be like oh like my piano teacher just hurt me like Reiko hurt me and like was forcing me to do this but then because I didn't she like um did like flat me and all that stuff and then it ends up being like this like ruins like Reiko's piano teacher career I, I forget exactly what the um thing was after that but then like people obviously like thought badly of her because of this rumor and her husband like ends up finding out like she tells her husband but like her husband totally believes her but they have to like move and you know it kind of it does ruin her life which I get all that but again it was like can there be like something else in this book that is like different you know it like I think I read like some other review when I was like going through good resources like it was just about like sex and death like that was like the main two things that were like really happening and I definitely think like the emotion of going through grief and like 
I think, I don't know, at certain points, I didn't even realize like he was still kind of going, dealing with these feelings of his friend dying when he was so young. But at the very end of the book, it sorts of, it sort of ends with like um, Midori, who's this other character we haven't really talked about, who is like, ends up becoming this other like love interest for him. And by the end, he's trying to kind of choose between Naoko and Midori and then Naoko ends up dying and Midori has like is the one who's there um but you know he has to like go through the grief of dealing with that grief of losing Naoko and like blah blah blah. Midori ends up asking him like oh where are you now and then he's just like where am I now and like I don't know it, it ends up being this philosophical thing where he like doesn't know where he is um and then the book ends and I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I was like, that was a kind of cool ending. But then I just pages before was the whole sex scene with Reiko. And I was like, I can't like there were, there was potential <laughs> and there were things that I thought were cool. And I think, you know, those emotions that were explored were interesting, but um, I just needed like honestly that all the, those scenes to be cut and then maybe the like the chapters would feel shorter and that would have helped me as well because yeah like the chapters being there's one chapter that at least felt super long so like it took me so long to get through but anyway I just spoke for like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah I agree the ending was pretty cool I <laughs> like when I first read it I was like what the fuck is happening like I didn't understand it was like this philosophical stuff but it was I like that at least that part of the ending I remember being so annoyed that he had sex with Breko though <laughs> I was like what is this man's fucking problem <laughs> yeah because they were like and also like it made me mad because it kind of like ruined in my head ruined their relationship um yeah. or like made it something different but also freaking poor Midori is like I don't know like she she was mad because like he wasn't really letting her in about like anything about Naoko really but then um especially after she died like he just kind of goes AWOL and like you know she doesn't hear from him for like a while but then it's like bro like you said you were gonna like be with her though and then like I don't know they just literally the like this other character that he one of his friends like also doesn't really have like just like sleeps with anyone even though he has a girlfriend and like I don't know the fact that Tori was like that too is just really bothers me like that's not okay like especially because this girl is not probably not okay with it like his friend's girlfriend was like, yeah, I can't do anything or like, I don't know, still stayed with him and knew about it, but I don't know. That, that was also. <laughs> yeah, so whack. <sighs> but yeah. So I don't know. In the end, I, for, for my personal recommendation, I don't know. I, I I don't want to say I don't want to recommend this book because I feel like a lot of people do like this book but just yeah I mean if you listen to all of this then you're spoiled with everything so if you still want to want to read the book I mean definitely go ahead if you are interested in experiencing more of the emotional side of one of Haruki Murakami's books but yeah, I think definitely probably his, maybe if I read one of his other books that was more into the magical realism stuff, that that actually might be more my speed because I, I did like Kafka on the Shore more. All right, good to know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the love hypothesis. Okay. You know, I have a feeling that every single book that we're reviewing is going to get really low ratings um so I was not the biggest fan of the love hypothesis I mean the author I I had high hopes I was really excited that it was like PhD life and it was like I mean the author is was a PhD in neuroscience which is literally me and I was like you know what, maybe this would be like my academia fantasy. (laughs) And it was not. (laughs) 
Um, so like as Pooja mentioned in the book, the the student, oh my god, I forgot her name. Olive. Olive. Uh she she was fake dating Dr. Carlston. What is his first name? Adam. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Names are hard for me. Okay. Okay. And and like it's just so cliche. Like I I love me a good rock like don't get me wrong like those things make me mushy and gushy and I love it but like this was so dumb it was like the most any cliche ever was in this book and so maybe it's just that I read it in the wrong mood or something but I was like there's too many cliches it's too cheesy this is super unrealistic it it pissed me especially because like I don't know I'm confused because this the author is literally like a at least according to the description in the book she's like just became a professor and I'm just like based on the timeline of this book like this is impossible like this man can't be like in his mid-30s and be like this successful that everyone knows him and that he's he's like the big speaker at these huge conferences like it's just not possible and I was like you're literally in academia like you should know this and like honestly a huge qual of mine is that it's super unrealistic um but it is I know it's a rom-com it's not meant to be realistic but it bothered me I don't know have you guys ever had a crush on one of your professors absolutely not (laughs) well actually there was one (laughs) not a crush not a crush just like you know if they're younger actually I don't know I I don't know who I'm thinking of right now but I feel like there's some professors who are like younger and attractive looking so you're like oh that person like that professor is attractive which is not what you would normally say to professors but that's the only thing I would say I I mean I guess okay but listen listen if you were older and that professor was young it's different like I have always been like much much younger than any professor I've had like I've never had such a young professor and been like very close in age with them I assume it would be different if you like let's say you were in your 30s and then you there was a professor who was in their 30s that would be a different relationship that's what I'm saying wait how did they how did they meet like because they're not like working together they're in the same department yeah so they're in the same department and then she was walking in the hallway and she wanted her friend what that's not how they met (laughs) that's like how they started with their fake dating situation that's not how they that's not when they okay okay the first time they ever met she didn't she didn't realize it was him she was in it was during interview weekend she was in the bathroom crying because she had expired contacts in and they were burning her eyes and then he walks in and he's like I don't know they have a little chat but she can't see him because her her eyes are burning because of her expired contacts and and ever since then he had like a huge massive crush on her and I'm just like how like like you've talked for literally five minutes if even and then this man is like I don't know like low-key kind of stalking her and shit because like ever since she goes to that program and I'm just like I don't know I guess during while I was reading the book I was still like kind of rooting for the couple and it was still like I don't know rom-com vibes but I there was just it was too unrealistic and it was too cliche and I feel bad because I mean it also had high reviews I think it was maybe like 4.4 or something on Goodreads and I'm I just I just don't understand why I feel like 
it's a rom-com for sure but it's too cliche of a rom-com to be a good rom-com I feel like that's valid like I definitely think that if like given how cliche it is like some people might like that some people might not I know there are definitely other like other um books that I've read that are like super popular and like but I found them like I didn't like particular tropes in that book but I seem to like the tropes in this book basically I think it depends on like the trope that like I love the fake dating one I don't really like the friends when they start off as friends and they they start liking each other I don't really like that one yeah that's true I do like the fake dating one yeah yeah I like the fake yeah fake dating one but yeah I don't know there throughout the entire book I think I was like slightly weirded out by the fact that like he is a professor and she's not like I think that there's like definitely a weird power dynamic there because like you know, even though she, he is not her professor per se, like not her advisor, like he holds some authority in their department. And I definitely think that there's like, they're not on equal footing and that definitely bothered me. Um, and there were like a couple of spots where I was like, man, I don't really know. Like I didn't give this book five stars, but like, I, I think I like generally enjoyed, like I found myself laughing at some parts and I was like, this is kind of funny. Like, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess the power dynamic was really, like, a big part of it that made me uncomfortable. I, I don't, I wouldn't say the book was that. I mean, I think Malcolm and Holden were funny. I guess sometimes their banter was cute, but I had, maybe it's just really hard for books to make me laugh, because you guys thought Dial A for aunties was funny and I did not at all (laughs) but as for my rating of the book I don't know it's hard because when I think back on it I'm like maybe it wasn't as bad but while I was reading it I was just like this is such a bad book I'm gonna yell at Pooja for making me read a book like this like this is so bad (laughs) I'm just gonna rate it three stars (laughs) It wasn't horrible. I wouldn't read it again. I would only recommend it if you like highly cliche rom-coms. Yeah, I would only recommend it like if you if you are a fan of all the Hallmark movies. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy this book. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just fun. I was like, this is like a fun book. You don't have to put much effort. Just like whatever yeah it. it's not very heavy on the topics like I think there's like one part where it's like slightly heavy but like not really yeah it that's true it was light and breezy yeah yeah cool do you have any other thoughts uh honestly there wasn't that much to the book <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't have many complaints though, either. Like, I feel like Harshini was really, she came out swinging with those complaints. <laughs> I feel like she got specific complaints. I know she had like very specific to... qualms. <laughs> I, it's unrealistic and it's too cliche. That's too cheesy for you. Point. All right. Fair enough. I agree. So you're going to give it three stars? Yeah, I'd say a solid, well, I don't know, some of the other books that, okay, maybe like a 2.75, because <laughs> okay. when I think of the other books that we rated three stars, I'm like, well, I think they're better than this one. Yeah, like three stars, like I would, I would give three stars like an okay rating from me, like I'm like, it's, it's solid, it's not bad, it's not good, it's just kind of like in the, yeah. in the middle. Yeah, and like what on Goodreads when you like it, like hover over it or whatever, it's like it was good, which is why I put two stars for yeah. yeah, I was yeah. like, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It was. It wasn't like it wasn't really good. It wasn't. I, I I wouldn't like you know tell other people to read it per se. Like I would recommend to certain people, but I wouldn't make like a blanket recommendation about it. That's what three stars yeah. is to me. Uh-huh honestly I might even discourage people to read it maybe I should rank it lower yeah I mean if you didn't like it I would assume like I feel like you 
you did not enjoy like I three stars for me I'm like trudging through the book at three stars two stars I'm like why did anyone recommend this to me I don't understand why all right I'll do 2.5 okay (laughs) the nicest and does not want to give low ratings especially because you recommended it Pooja I don't want to hurt your feelings um I don't think Sarah has any problem (laughs) I think no I genuinely think either of you don't have any problem just like dragging a book that I enjoyed through the (laughs) I do feel bad I feel like I feel guilty because I'm like oh maybe you thought I'd really like this book and then I I did recommend it thinking you might like it because I know that you tend to like like lighter books generally yeah or like something a little bit more light but I do think that this book was a little heavy with the cliche and I think the I don't know I think at the like I first rated this like my gut rating first was like I think like I think I gave it a four and then I kind of switched it to a five and then I switched it back to a four again because I realized I still found their relationship slightly uncomfortable you gave it a five at some point I know I did I was like genuinely at some point because it was doing what it uh, came there to like I came there to be okay, entertained right. and it entertained me therefore okay. I don't see any problem but then I was like I like I still felt uncomfortable by their relationship like I was like I get it but like I don't get it like I think that this power dynamic is too weird yeah. it does not like it's slightly uncomfortable and I'm like uh like I, I feel like I the author was, was really trying to go out of her way to be like no no this is normal I'm like this doesn't seem very normal <laughs> yeah I, I feel like it might also be because my dad's a professor and I'm just like I don't know it's like it's my dad and that's gross yeah no I get it like I, I it was definitely so weird because I was like oh damn like you know like I work with professors like I do not think this way <laughs> like even if they're my advisor or not like nope no thank you yeah I feel like I would be way too uncomfortable even if I thought they were really hot I'd be like this yeah like you're on like a different level like you you are like and it's just so there's there's so much like politics involved and that sort of thing and like just like the like the like the entire like context of the situation is just awkward like this adds to the awkwardness um but yeah I don't know it was kind of but yeah I I kind of I took back one star (laughs) after like a day of thinking (laughs) about this and I was like hmm that was weird (laughs) to me still so yeah I wonder if like the fact that it was like PhD academia all that stuff like it kind of backfired because I bet all the people who gave it such high ratings are not in academia so they don't realize like oh this is unrealistic but it's like not as much of a problem for them because they're not as close that is that yeah I feel like that is probably true because part of the reason I don't like is it's unrealistic yeah all right, should we move on to the next book? Yeah. Okay. I know. All right, I'm ready. And <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Sorry, your prediction was right. I don't think any of us liked really any of the books that we recommended each other. Harshity, I have to say, in the beginning of this podcast, you said, uh, and I quote, you said, you know, we recommended books to each other that we knew or we thought the other person would like I feel like you recommended this to me without (laughs) I feel like we had this discussion where you were just like I know she won't like it but I'm gonna recommend this book yeah okay what I what I said was I I don't know like you might not like it but it's not a book you would read because all the other books that like I was like oh I was thinking about suggesting this book like I know you would read it yourself and I think you are the person who reads the most books out of this group so I wanted to encourage you to read a book you would not otherwise pick up okay that's fair (laughs) that's I I agree with you I probably would not pick this book up the thing is I will say this is not this wasn't bad like this wasn't a bad book it just wasn't my style if, and I think that's that's like my main reason for not necessarily thoroughly enjoying this book. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, my biggest problem with this book, I think, was the fact that I didn't like either character. I didn't necessarily like B and I didn't like Ali. Uh, and like, I can read a book with unlikable characters, but I need to see some form of relatability in them. Like I need to relate to them in some way. In this case, I didn't necessarily relate to either of them, even though I feel like both of you honestly give me so much crap for being like, oh my God, you're basically an old lady. I'm not like B though, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm you not that level of old lady. Phones, like trick them into giving me their phone to you so that you can take it and sell it. I know, literally, I, I, I thought that was so, it was like really like annoying to read about that because like, I understand that like B has had a very difficult life and she like has reason to be angry at the world. However, by the end of it, there was no repercussions for her actions. Like she, it ended so nicely. Like it was just like, yeah, like B will come live me with me in this like beautiful house in California and everything's fine. Everything's great. I was like, I don't like, she has suffered no repercussions for scamming people who didn't do anything to her like if you like take revenge against someone like that's fine I'm like okay yeah like get get your revenge on that scammer but like I'm like I'm like a like she stole a phone from a small girl like I was just like so I don't know that really annoyed me like I don't I can see where she's coming from but I didn't like it basically that's what it was and like yeah, like Allie, I like her life was also like super difficult in that time in between. But like sometimes I found her really annoying. But I was also like, I don't know, she's like a teenager. Like they're kind of like that. It's fine. I can see her point or whatever. And honestly, I think I liked Allie more than I liked B because she had the excuse of being young. Like she was inexperienced. She didn't know that much about like she was very she had a very sheltered childhood. And like now she's being thrust into the this whole situation. There was like a human trafficking ring at some point. And I was like, listen, like this this kid, she's gone through a lot just in like a couple of weeks. Like, you know, she should whatever um but yeah but like this book was a little bit too on like the ending was a little too on the nose like I was like ah. there's a lot of like I, I I'm someone who doesn't mind necessarily a lot of cliches or something being predictable but this was like a little too like I don't know it was like taking itself way the book was taking itself way too seriously like there were like very very serious topics and then there was like um, stuff about like the constant references to Ali's veganism and the fact that she was vegan and like the, people were like giving her crap for being vegan and I was like this is like this this kid went through a human trafficking like almost got trafficked like <laughs> like she was almost sold and this is the thing that you're gonna pick on like right now it, it seemed like not there was a lot of tonal shifts that really threw me off and I was like not necessarily into it um I can see how this book could be like is heartwarming to a lot of people like I can see why you liked it like I can see why like you know it has like a nice message of like you know this idea of found family like people who even you're not related to like you can like get to know them and you know they can become part of your inner circle and all this sort of stuff it had a lot of stuff about like friendship and age doesn't really matter like you know, all that, it had like a lot of nice messages in it, which is why I didn't like necessarily think it was a bad book by any means. It's just, it wasn't my type of book. Um, but yeah, so I think genuinely like straight up, I probably would have stopped reading this book if I had not needed to read it for this podcast, um, just because I was kind of like, trudging through it uh and for that reason I'm going to give it two stars but I do see why other people like it <laughs> this is my very diplomatic answer <laughs> dude these ratings are garbage I know I was like dang like we really need to step it up next next season and get books that we like you know we started off fairly strong I think it went downhill through this podcast and the yeah. finale was like two stars two and a half stars like Sarah was nice with the almost three stars yeah I think I it's also like I feel like we shouldn't I mean I guess I don't know if you guys were trying to pick I mean I just picked a book I don't know if you're trying to pick 
books that other people would like but I mean we read it we should have known what the other person would think yeah I but I also think like with the other books that we read in this podcast like I think at some point like I was it's hard to obviously recommend a book that you've never read before right so we were like we were all going into it blind so it's like I think we should give ourselves some credit because it's like okay neither of us have read this book and we're just trying to go based on like some goodreads description that we saw (laughs) and maybe like someone else's rating of this book which is like it's very hard to recommend books like that you don't never you never know what you're getting into I guess in this situation it's worse though because like all of us have read the book and we're recommending it so I'm like okay maybe maybe this is symbolic of like or it's like indicative of the fact that maybe we're not necessarily good at picking recommendations (laughs) I'm not really sure yeah I think I I think I could have done it if I knew more books okay all I had to do was pick a thriller I think yeah, I, I feel like Sarah, you're harder to choose for. Why? <laughs> I'm like, okay, like I know, like she really likes this one particular genre, so like you're gonna choose one. But I think, I think, I don't know. I mean, like, no, Sarah, I feel like it's not that hard to choose for. But like, I, I just think, I just think we, we had some ideas with this, but we just had like we still have different opinions on things and I think it's hard to like exactly know what the other person think because I think like you had a good potential book with this like I was like oh like Sarah's probably gonna like this book like I was like Pooja I don't know I don't yeah maybe she won't like this book (laughs) um Sarah was like yeah yeah this is perfect book for Sarah but like I don't know. I I, I guess I thought it was also the perfect book for me. (laughs) Yeah, I, okay. You know what? Okay. I, okay. I'm just gonna be like, listen, that was a missed moment, but I I thought it was, you know, I was trying to be well-informed considering the fact that as you guys mentioned, like I have definitely read a lot of books that I think you would like, but I think I just missed the mark with this one, but next It's okay. It's okay. I don't know. You can't win everything. (laughs) No, but this actually, if we actually did the competition, I mean, she did rate it the highest. Like we both gave our best two stars. So you, you got the closest, but it's also because Sarah is really nice, but (laughs) I I feel like Sarah was just trying to be like, like, you know, if she was just trying to be diplomatic about it and just be like, all right, I'll give her (laughs) 2.5. It's only 0.5 above you guys. I know that that's really not saying much. It's like two, 2.5, two. Yeah. But yeah. All yeah. Right. But about, about Ali and B, um, I, I don't know why, like I definitely, okay. So I also read this book like a little while ago. So I don't remember like the second half of the book, which I think, if I maybe remember, like, I, I don't remember reading it or, like, exactly what happened. I know, like, they, they, like, had this mission and they achieved it or whatever, but, like, I don't know why in the beginning of the book, like, I just saw, found it so pleasing to read about the fact that she was taking phones from people and, like, just, like, her life in the van. This is, maybe I shouldn't have said this because I feel like- there Wait, was- Why? I've said some questionable things, but what, I don't what, know. Why was that pleasing? <laughs> it's, it wasn't like the not the fact that she was doing it, but just like you know when you can just like see stuff happening, and you're like, I don't know, maybe it was like the fact that she was like in like grocery store parking lots, or like I don't know. I just <laughs> we should edit this out of the podcast. <laughs> No, people need to know the real you because I just found out too. No, okay. I just, I don't know. I just found the beginning of the book generally like entertaining. And even though it was like a lot of like serious things going on. And I I think that was part of the reason why I found it more interesting because yeah, I think the ending was like cliche, but the like situations that the characters were in were not cliche, which I think a lot of the books that, I read or like characters we see it's like yeah you you've seen people who's like 
like one of their moms or like one of their parents has died or like their parents are having issues like I don't know there's stuff like that where it's like super cliche where I think this was like different situations but um yeah I don't know I just I just found it interesting to read about how she did it it was very detailed it was like she stood stood on top of like the sewer thing and then she like pretended the phone went I don't know but I just I feel like the the whole like problem you had with it like I understand where you're coming from too but I don't know I I don't think she had to face I like I understand why you like yeah she was stealing from people but at the same time I feel like it's this whole thing in society of like there, there are people who don't have a problem with like replacing it, you know, replacing their phone. Like, like, especially with that girl, like she was like literally immediately said, my parents will buy me a new one and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like this delves into like a conversation about other things, but like, yeah, I just feel like it's, I, I didn't see it as like a super wrong thing because it is like, like she is in this situation because she is not as fortunate as these other people and there are not as many resources for her to be able to like figure out like like you know she's like not a terrible person in that like if there was a different way to go about things which you know there definitely were other ways she could have gone about things but um yeah I don't know yeah, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. Like, I, I do agree with you there. I do think that, like, the way B was acting was as though, like, she had no friends. Like, she was, like, she hated everyone and she hated everything, right? She, like, and I understand that, like, she has a lot to be angry about. Like, the world has not been necessarily very kind to her. She lost all her money, like, all this sort of stuff. However, I do think that, like, I don't think her reaction was still in proportion to like what I'm saying is that she was acting as if like the world like everyone on this planet like was terrible like everyone she met was horrible and that sort of thing however she had like a very good friend and like she like immediately went to this friend you know when the whole thing happened and like you know asked for a little bit of money and that sort of thing but like see I'm saying that she acted as if like her faith in humanity does not exist anymore but like she clearly has at least one good friend we don't know if she has more but like at least one very good friend who was willing to help her out when the situation called for it and like I don't know I I do and like you know and I think like her relationship with Casper I think that's the dude right like there was like that guy who helped them with their car troubles in the middle and like she kind of met him and like I guess like that restored her faith a little bit in humanity and it's like the idea that like one person could do that it Mm. shouldn't even have happened because she already had that one person like she like had her friend in the beginning and that sort of thing my other thing was that like I get that like I, I get the whole thing of like B did not necessarily do anything like terrible terrible like not like she murdered someone um she just like stole phones from people who were like who had stuff but my point I think I I like I still don't like it doesn't matter if that person could replace it or not it's the fact that she took it from them when they didn't necessarily do anything to her like if they did something to her and she took something I would find that situation different but it's like that kid didn't do anything like that kid was like eight years old or something and like you know whatever like that person she didn't really care and that sort of thing yes but it's like not necessarily her reaction that I was like I was more her reaction is besides the point it was more the fact that like she took it in to begin with um the other thing is that like I felt like B changed her outlook on life very quickly. Like mm-hmm. she started off being like super, super like, you know, I hate everything, I hate the world and that sort of thing. And then like she like still was kind of like cold towards Allie for like a lot of their trip. Um, and then she like, I don't know, she like saw the ocean a couple of times and was like, I love life. And I'm like, you know what? Like the ocean's nice. Uh, like I don't really know if it can change your outlook on life that quickly but like fair enough um 
but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the beginning was way more entertaining, at least to me, than the middle part. Like, I didn't really care for when both of them were in the car. I thought that was kind of dull, actually. Like, not, yeah. much hap- not much was happening. We're just seeing these two people in the car um, for, like, I don't know, what seems to be a week or something. Uh, but, like, at least in the beginning, like, the dual perspectives, they're both kind of going through a lot of stuff. Um but yeah, I thought the beginning was definitely uh, towards the end. I was kind of like, this is this could be 50 pages shorter and get the same point across. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It does remind me of um, when, <laughs> what's his face? The guy from Gold Diggers took all that, all people's motivation and then someone died. But you thought you were okay with that, Pooja. <laughs> that was fake. <laughs> this is fake what do you mean what do you that okay he was drinking gold <laughs> like that is clearly that was not people. realistic okay but like it's taking still a- someone see okay again i thought conceptually that book was very interesting right because like I, I i explained this in the podcast i was like the idea of like Indian people, gold, gold symbolizes ambition and hopes and dreams and that sort of thing. And like you're mixing capitalism and this thing from Indian culture together to make the Indian American experience. And I explained this and I was like, in concept, this is a very interesting concept. I I agree with that. But like, yes, it's unrealistic. But if it were a thing, which it was in that book, right? We're in the setting of the book. It's pretty unethical. I could say the same thing to you where you seem to like <laughs> the fact that B is scamming people to give them their cell phones, but you thought that was unethical. People fake drinking gold. <laughs> because someone died. Like, that's like your your soul. You know? <laughs> it's not a physical possession that you can replace. It's literally your will to live and do things. Oh my God. That was a fake situation. That was magical was realism. This was actually a woman scamming young people into giving You're them their phone. You're making sound like this was based on a true story. <laughs> I'm like, this was real. This happens though. That's what I'm saying. And like, obviously this is getting into a whole other conversation where like you know this country does not like you know protect its people uh when they get scammed and all their money gets lost through no fault of their own like it was not B's fault that this happened but like she was scammed and like there's no backup plan for that and like you can there was a lot of commentary on the fact that like she could not find a place to stay like she had to live in her van and like there was like this larger thing of like California itself is very expensive. Like they picked the most expensive state to have this entire situation going on. Um, and like, you can argue if she lived in a different state, maybe she didn't have to live in a van, but yeah, I don't know. It Like, I do think though, this was, this book is way more realistic than that book. <laughs> so your qualms with that book being unethical, but this one, it's totally fine for me to just steal people's cell phones. I'm like okay it's different it's stealing something different but anyway like <laughs> that to the side I just wanted to you know poke fun at you but yeah I I can I can definitely see why you didn't like this book and honestly like if I were to read it for the podcast like I'm sure I would have not liked it as much but um because I feel like I've gotten more and more critical which you know I'm kind of like maybe maybe when we're in this break and like we're not critiquing books like maybe we'll be more generous with our, or at least me I, I feel like Pooja always is she's like here are five stars but <laughs> yeah I I hope you become more generous with your ratings I will I'm gonna try I'm gonna try um I don't know we'll see if it happens maybe we gotta read some more I don't know we have read a bunch of different types of books but yeah I don't know what it is I'm gonna recommend a family drama next time forget the friends we're going for the family like (laughs) no friend groups we're just gonna go family groups and we're gonna see what happens three brothers one girl (laughs) yeah I could recommend that one that one book I want to read that one. I know. I didn't read it specifically because I was thinking. Oh, oh wait. I thought you read it. No, no, I didn't read it. Oh, 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I read like one chapter and then I was like, this would be, I just want to see what you guys' perspective is on this. And then I was like, I won't read it. <laughs> nice. Ooh. All right. Any final thoughts before we, all right, we will be back sometime in the new year probably sometime in january um and for then if you would like to follow along we're doing something a little bit extra because i'm a little bit extra but i watched this show called defending jacob on apple tv and it's based on a book um and i think it's a really interesting concept it's like this legal mystery thriller but there's also a lot of aspects of like family and what you would do for your family. Um, so I would say that I, I haven't actually read the book yet. I'm going to read the book, but I have watched the show and I know what the differences are. So um, yeah, based on based on what I've seen, I feel like there's a lot of interesting elements to think through and, you know, also the thriller and like mystery that we know I love. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch the show and read the book, we're going to be doing that and also doing a little comparison between which one is better. So that is what we will bring to you in January. But until then, hope you have a great holiday season, eat a lot of food, and be safe. Bye. 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 -bye.